medicating for me began to be eating and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and I remember even uh, dealing with you know some pornography issues and I began to abuse alcohol that was my medication yeah. it was my temporary satiation for pain we believe that the best gospel that you can live and exemplify is one that is of a healthy thriving marriage that has not always been our story. I couldn't keep up with who I pretended to be. The shame overshadowed and masked reality. This marriage is awful. I want a divorce. I began to abuse alcohol. I was overwhelmed with rage. Here I am, a pastor, preaching sermons that are supposed to set someone free, but yet I felt bound myself. You don't have to live in the pain that you've been living in. Help was so close. It was so close. Join us as we unravel our story of addiction, redemption, and triumph in our marriage. This is our story. Hey, everybody. We are Jimmy and Irene Rollins, and we are excited that you decided to journey with us through this marriage story. That's right. So we want to welcome you to episode one. You know what, Jimmy? Why don't we just talk a little bit about how we met Absolutely. It'd be great. We met on the job. On the job. Yep. And uh, I remember I walked into this interview. I didn't even need to a new job, but I'd met someone who wanted me to come in and interview. And I was like, okay, let me go entertain (laughs) this new job. And when I walked in, I saw you and you interviewed Uh me. Did you fall in love immediately? No, I did not. Okay. I thought you did. um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, there was something really different about you. Yeah and you sparked my interest. Yeah. So um, I remember being at my cubicle, right? We were both IT technical recruiters mm-hmm. and we had to call a lot of people for jobs. And I had decided that one of the phone calls I was gonna make was to my sister to tell her how sick of dating I was and that mm-hmm. I had just broken up with my boyfriend. Yep. And I remember telling her that I was looking for male companionship, just friendship. Yeah. And I literally hung up the phone and lo and behold. It was me. There you were standing next to my cubicle, looking fine, tucking in your shirt. I was a tucker back then. Yes, you were a tucker. It takes male specs now to keep all of that in. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I remember you asking me out. I was like, I don't date my coworkers, man. But okay, because you, again, had sparked my interest with You had talked about God in my interview. Yeah. So I literally, our first date, it was like a whirlwind. Yeah. You remember the sparks flying? It was amazing. It and really was. I just can't believe like we're here now, but thinking back to those days, it was yeah. so like, it, it began amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember like when you walked in the office that I could like hear music playing. It was like a <laughs> slow jam. Like I was like, oh, I was like, that girl looks good. <laughs> I remember on our first date, yeah. you sang to me in the car and I was like smitten from that point. Can yeah. you give us a little bit? Well, I wanted to sing a slow jam uh-huh. because I wanted to kiss you that night. <laughs> but uh, that wasn't the kind of worship, you know, yeah. uh, that I was allowed to sing. So I sang, as the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. Mm. You alone are my heart desire and I long to worship thee. And tears 
started flowing down yes, your face. Yes, I could not believe it. I had never experienced that, a moment like that with another human being where it was like the presence of God showed up wow. and I felt closer to you than I'd ever felt to anyone in my entire life. Wow. And I remember poking you in the shoulder, come closer so uh, I can poke you. There you go. And I said, <laughs> I love everything that's different about you. Wow. Because that, the fact that you had boundaries. Yes told me that there was something different about you. We went really, really fast. Way too fast. Way too fast. Yeah. So we met in October, we were engaged in December and married in June, and it was a whirlwind romance. Yeah. We left our secular jobs yes. and started serving at mom and dad's church or yeah. parents' church and uh, literally popped out three babies. We had a lot of issues yeah. that we didn't know we had. We didn't know what we know now about like family you know, origin issues. Mm -hmm. We didn't understand like, you know, how we, uh, we were living out, you know, marriage of how we viewed marriage or what yeah. we had seen our parents or, or lack of. Mm -hmm. Can you remember like our fights? Like they were bad. They were bad. Yeah. I mean, it, our, we had normalized dysfunction, wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah. So I did, we didn't know how to have a conversation and resolve conflict and we had three kids. Yeah. We had a marriage that we didn't prioritize and the pressure of ministry in addition to the dysfunction that came from our uh, past, yeah. like it all reared its ugly head and kind of the pressure uh, created a bit of an explosion. And it I did. would say that that explosion hit, I was probably in my early 30s yeah. by that time, between 30 and 33, the church was a couple years old and um, we, the pressure of ministry and the wow. weight of it, I don't think either of us anticipated. No. I just remember, mm -hmm. you know, that the pulpit mm -hmm. Jimmy was different than the home Jimmy. Yep. I remember that the meeting, staff meeting Jimmy was not the same Jimmy that was at home mm -hmm. on the couch, you know, and that medicating for me began to be eating. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, and I remember even uh, dealing with, you know, some pornography issues. Yeah. Here I am a pastor. Mm -hmm. Here I am a leader. Yeah. Here I am a father. Mm -hmm. and a mentor, mm -hmm. preaching sermons that are supposed to set someone free, mm -hmm. but yet I felt bound yeah. myself. And I began to abuse alcohol. That was my medication. Yeah. It was my temporary satiation for pain. But do you remember, babe, like it was so crazy how I wasn't aware yeah. neither of addiction. We, neither like, of us were. So when I, I abused alcohol in my childhood, got saved, started popping out babies, and you know, probably early 30s, we went on vacation and we decided to have a margarita. Yeah. And that was the beginning of trouble. It was like trouble. this trigger. Yeah. I remember even before that, we were called in to you know, tag team preach at a marriage conference. Mm -hmm. And I remember trying to read books real quick on how to do yeah. marriage. And I remember going to this conference and we were taking a picture in front of a step and repeat wall. Yep. And I'll after they took the it. picture, I went behind the camera to like look at the picture, you know, and I was like, that's fake. Yeah. And that, honestly, they called us in to do a marriage conference. We had no business Absolutely. going, speak. we needed to be in the conference as a participant. Exactly. And I feel like thinking back on those days, like God trying to get our attention, mm -hmm. that hey, you don't have to live in this prison. Yeah. You, you don't have to live in the pain that you've been living in. Right. And, but yet, 
I was more concerned about preaching in front of people. Mm -hmm. I was more concerned about being behind the pulpit, not on the other side of the pulpit. Mm -hmm. I was more concerned about giving ministry than receiving ministry. Yeah. And looking back uh, on those days, I, I really wish we had hit the pause button earlier. I agree. I'll never forget being uh, at, at a pastor's deal. Mm-hmm. You know, we were at, uh, they had this like round table and our daughter Kayla, mm-hmm. she texted me and she said, hey, mom's sleeping in the bathroom. And I said, text me a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And she texted me a picture and you were, you were passed out in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You didn't mean to. And I looked at the picture and I just says, oh, she's just asleep. And to look to think about the dad who would not come home and attend to her feelings. Wow. Next time on the Two Equals One Marriage Podcast. That was my MO. Deny pain, numb, and stuff. Mm. Pretend, disassociate from my body. And as a survivor of sexual abuse now, I realize where that came from and why I did that. It's not healthy.